Good morning, Light Ones, and thanks for tuning in to another Era of Light podcast. I am your host, Sapphire, the Ascended Master, a.k.a. the Wisdom Enchantress, always known as Minister Helena. And again, thanks for stepping into the light. Again, it's 2.29 a.m. on Saturday, May 27th of 2020. And this is just a post. Um, I know I've slowed down a lot on some things. Uh, I've got some setbacks as usual, but that's what I wanted to address was the setbacks, and um, I'll try to be as brief as possible. So, first of all, I've been podcasting since 2003, okay? back when we used to just record this stuff on the telephone and post it to our web pages. So at those times, like I told you guys, I would have been called governess. And the show probably would have been hot and sour soup and some other things. So off and on, I've been doing this, okay? And I've had some setbacks. I've had a stalker. For a number of years, it hasn't been five years or six years. In my case, it, it could be over 20 years because one of them I met when I was 21. Yes, I did say one of them. And then I have another stalker who I met 16, 17 years ago. So, I mean, this is longevity we're talking about. And people that stalk you, they're not going to just stop stalking you, Okay. They could do this for years. The obsession is very real. Sometimes the obsessions can turn deadly. So you know that there's a possibility that these things can happen. For me, I've always tried to take precautions because there have been times when I've had little children and I didn't know if this person was stalking my kids because I told you guys on one of my other podcasts, uh, Eye of Truth, which is formerly High Frequency, that I had someone who was literally um, trying to stalk my kids. And I had to put a, a definite end to that, which I'm not even sure if that was even the case. Okay. As I told you guys before, my son was murdered. And he was shot up. So I don't know if any of these idiots that have been stalking me even had anything to do with that. My point is, people just don't stop doing things like this. And for whatever reason, they feel like they have a vendetta with you. They feel like they're in love with you or they're upset and angry because you left them. I mean, it could be anything. And then there's always the point that even if you did leave a person, that there's no guarantee, quote unquote, that they are going to admit to the stuff that they did for you to leave them. So the only thing you can do is go to the police, file your police reports, keep doing that, obviously, and keep an ex parte order on some of these people. Because that's all you can do. Even if you live in another state, you do need to make that other state aware that 
if you're dating someone from, from another state, that this person lives here, but they stalk me here. They have to be made aware of it. You have to put ex partes in every jurisdiction because this is what happens in domestic violence relationships. And regardless of what a person tells you, stalking is a form of domestic violence, particularly if you've dated a person or been in some form of a relationship with them. So don't get it twisted when people tell you about things that have gone on. Just because you can't fathom um, something occurring in their life that's happening to them does not mean that it's not occurring or it's not happening. I mean, for instance, my oldest now is 30 years old. And she's like, Mom, I, I didn't know that you were going through all these things. And my response to that was, well, you were a child. How was you supposed to know that? I didn't want to make you a part of it. I didn't tell you all these things that guys were doing to me. You didn't get an opportunity to see the bad things that I went through in our life because it wasn't your responsibility and that wasn't your job. Your job was to be a child and enjoy your childhood to the best that I could deliver. It wasn't to make my daughter aware of, oh, I've got a stalker and you're going to see your mom um, crying and being abused. You know, it wasn't even about hiding it. Most of the stuff I handled in the courts with my lawyers. Or I handled myself in the courts. So, I mean, I never even let my kids know what was really happening. My parents knew. My sisters and my friends around me knew what was happening and occurring. Obviously, my legal team. I mean, that's just the way it is. And then if you have people who are supportive, because one of my ex, he used to love calling people who used to mentor me and support me. They were my enablers. But yet this person goes out and joins an organization like the Masons and gets himself a mentor. And these are not his enablers. You know, these are his, his buddies and his friends. You know, I had real mentors. Um, and I can't even speak with most of these people because of the situation where these people have engaged with these people after making sure I wasn't able to talk with them anymore. Either hacking emails, um, breaking phone devices, um, all kinds of things. And it makes it hard for me to do stuff. And I know at some point, you know, I'm supposed to give up. I'm just supposed to stop living my life because I'm no longer with this bitch that wants to be with me. I'm no longer supposed to have a life. I'm not supposed to be successful. I can't have things because I'm not with this person and they hate me so much, but yet they love me at the same time. And the anger comes out of the result. You're not going to be able to keep me down. You're not going to keep me from getting mine. You're not going to keep me from doing things. And the one thing that I've noticed for my personal situation is that because I have multiple skill sets and multiple experiences, I'm able to create things and manifest 
different things that I want. This person has been in a pisser because I keep recovering. They push me down, I recover. They push me down, I recover. I've literally called myself the start over queen because I've had to continuously keep restarting my process, restarting my life, restarting it. And you've got people that will make the comments, oh, you keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Nobody's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I can't help it if someone's stalking me. I can't help it if this person uses Pegasus technology, which some of you still haven't looked up and are unaware of. But Pegasus is a software that is a spy tool or a hacking tool. It does allow people to read your text messages. It does allow people to read your emails. It does allow people to hear your voicemail conversations. And it also allows people to basically eavesdrop on your phone, whether it's in use or not. Your phone's laying on the table. The only way Pegasus doesn't work in that case is if you completely turn your phone off and detach the battery. That's the only way that the person cannot listen to anything you're doing or the signal. Signal. So when you sit here and make comments about shit that you personally haven't experienced and don't know about, I would suggest just shutting the fuck up. Normally, I don't say um, curse words in my podcast. I try not to. I mean, I've tried using the curse words because there was a certain genre of people that were listening and they seemed to gravitate and like that. And then there's me where I don't use it because I don't normally use profanity. But then I do use it when I'm around certain people. But, I mean, it depends where I'm at. If I'm in a boardroom talking and pitching ideas, I don't. If I'm in a meeting with my staff or um, I'm out trying to get new clients, obviously I don't use curse words, right? And after a certain age, I stopped using them altogether. And with certain clients, I realized that I need to clean my mouth up in my 20s, right? So at the end of the day, you know, it all reflects back that this person just isn't going to give up. And the spirit of Helena is never going to give up because that's my, my, my way of being all my life. I've never been a person that give in and give up. I've always been a fighter and I've always been victorious. So if they're listening, just know that each time you try to knock my bricks down, I'm going to recover, which really pisses me off to a certain extent too because one of the people that does this is notorious for talking about how you he doesn't like people who sink other people's ships but isn't that what you're doing don't you do that think about that for a moment at the end of the day this other person um, I expect the worst out of him because he's just that kind of guy. He's always been that kind of guy and will forever be that kind of guy because he does fuck shit to other people and then he expects things to move smoothly for him. And the red flags were there. If you see any red flags, just remember that you should really take that seriously 
and depart ways with that person in a most meticulous and quiet way. I've tried to um, leave situations quietly. I've tried to get on with my life like a normal person would. But these people like to keep stuff active. They like to continuously do what they do because they have been used to getting certain results. And because I'm not the average bitch that they fuck with, you know, they got to keep trying and testing the waters with me. Well, at the end of the day, eventually one of us is going to get upset and it's going to turn into something other than uh, whatever they got going on. I've tried to hold back and not really let the evil side of me rear its ugly head. And I've also held back from having friends of mine that don't uh, mind putting themselves out there for me like that handle situations. I, I don't try to let other people fight my battles. I try to do it myself. And if I can't do it, I put it in the hands of the Almighty and let him do it. So... Eventually, this is going to come to a head and let the chips fall where they may. That's how I feel at this point. Because I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. I still have to progress. I still have mouths to feed like they do. I still have a life that I need to live. I can't sleep in a box on the street because the bitch is mad with me and upset because I dumped them. I can't not take care of my children and have a job, clothe myself, and feed my kids. And have a car to drive around in because some motherfucker is upset because they got dumped for cheating or because they thought they were a playboy and I just removed myself from the situation. You know, I'm not going to stay in any situation with any man or woman for that matter. I'm not going to stay in a situation with anyone who is supposed to be seeing me exclusively. And decides that they need five or six other people that they have to entertain. If that's your energy, I don't need it. And like I've said before in the past, you have 50 and 60-year-old teenagers out here. After a certain age, I always have said, you know, boys will be boys attitude doesn't really fit for the 50 and 60-year-old. It doesn't fit for 40-year-olds. It damn sure doesn't work in your 30s. And I'm barely going to let you slide within your uh, mid-20s. You're not a boy. You're an adult. You're a man. Man up. Be an adult. Apologize for the shit that you do to people. Make shit right. If you destroy people's lives, you need to make them whole. That's the way it is. Or karma is going to get you. That's how this works. You don't get to shit on people and think that nothing's going to come back to you. That's not how that works. And then the real messed up part of what I'm talking about with you guys tonight are the females that these people go out and choose after they've screwed you over and fucked you over. They find a bitch that's willing to help them in their process of screwing you over because nine times out of ten, either she's a real ignorant bitch and wants to do it on her own because she just doesn't like you because either you're very good looking you have a whole bunch of attributes that make you a phenomenal catch. So she's hateful for that. Or my favorite is that he sat there and pumped it up and told her all kinds of stuff about how you don't like her. 
Now, one of them that I'm, the, the latter one, that's his M.O. Oh, such and such um, is my friend, such and such, and she says she wants to slap you. Everybody's always wanted to slap me, but none of these bitches were fucking bold enough to come in my direction and do it, right? I'm always open for a fight. <laughs> Even here in my 50s, I'm up for a good brawl. I can still get down with the best of them. I don't mind fighting someone. I don't want to fight you. But I am going to protect myself, particularly if some bitch just walks up to me, wants to smack me. Now, they're probably not going to want to do this because most of these bitches were about that person's age. And since I date older people, I'm going to assume they're in their 60s and 70s now. So I don't think they'll be smacking too many people. You know what I mean? But even even in my 30s and them being in their 40s and 50s back then, I don't think they could have took me on anyway. So I really wasn't worried about somebody smacking my face or whatever. But I think that was all just a batch of lies because that particular shit that he did works with a low-level woman. It works on the low-level energy because he's able to control them. And for me, that doesn't work. I haven't been able to be controlled like that even in elementary school with other girls or other uh, situations where people try to make you jealous of another person. I don't care what anybody else does. I have to do what's best for me. And that's always been my scope as far as my focus goes. My focus has never been on some other bitch's bag. I've never had my focus on what some other woman's doing and how she's doing it and where she's getting it from. I've never did that. I've only had to have those things come up to be a matter for me when I have people taken from me. When I have people capitalizing off of my good, off of what I'm contributing to society, off of what I'm trying to create and do to manifest for myself. When I have people, whether they're male or female, that are in there taking what I'm working on and then distributing it to someone else, either personally or financially, then yeah, I have a problem with that. And yes, I'm talking to famous bitches right now. I'm going to talk about your dumb ass. Because you received something that was mine that you utilized to make your career. And I'm still sitting here trying to figure out and recover how I'm going to get back up and do what I need to do. It's always been a recovery act. It's always constantly going on. And it's not the same thing as people would say. Because I made that comment a few minutes back. It's not about... um, oh, you're doing the same thing. No, it's not. And I don't throw a whole bunch of shit on the wall like when I'm trying to sell cars back in the 90s. I, that's not what's going on here. I'm hoping something's going to stick. I know what I'm doing. I plan my stuff out. I manifest what I want into reality. And I've had people that have just been around me taking, stealing, and using my manifestations to make them wealthy, using my manifestations for their income then I have to recreate something else, okay? So when you don't know where you're being attacked from, that's another story. But once you figure out what's going on and who around you and who's doing what, you kind of have to know to be on guard and protect yourself. And I've had this argument the other day with my oldest daughter because she felt as if I was being, um, I guess, uh, rude to her in some way because I made a statement about how 
people take advantage of folk. And I'm talking about women and men in general as a whole. Your opposition will always take advantage of your weak points. Your weak points for me are my kids. I'm not saying that that makes me vulnerable, but it does. I mean, perfect example of that. Um, my youngest used to be very whiny when she was little and won her way. She was very, um, as they call it, a spoiled child. You know, her dad gave her what she wanted. Um, I gave her what she needed. And then she had brother and sister that would just always do whatever she wanted them to do. So she had everybody basically wrapped around her finger as a small child. And she would get on the subway after I lost my car. We had to take public transportation. So she'd be on the subway and the bus, and she'd have these these little tantrums at, you know, um, four and five. You know, she's having these, oh, I want to do this. I'm not going to, you know, what kids normally do. But there were people on the bus, depending what area we were in, waiting for an opportunity. They would see her go off. And now, I mean, with technology, you've got people on the bus that are pegging people. I mean, they're basically looking for you to have a kid go off and have a disturbance so they can go in your bag or do something. They're texting each other on the phones um, who they're going to, you know, target. Okay, and I've had that happen two times. But my my youngest was the cause of that most of the time because she'd be freaking out and having her thing. While I'm trying to calm her down, I've had people going in my bag. Even though this is a backpack, you know, I got to shift the backpack around to deal with that. So obviously somebody's going to take advantage if they can. And that's all I was trying to say with my oldest daughter, but I don't think she was getting it. Even with them, you know, her and her brother, because my kids are like 16 years apart. But, um, you know, uh, she and her brother used to be very active little toddlers. And I remember there was a, a time when they were doing what they were doing. and I had to put things down on my porch at my home. I didn't think people were going to run up there and take the bags because I didn't think I would have to chase these little guys as far as I did. I had to go halfway up the block to get them. I mean, these, these little legs were moving, you know, and I'm, I'm a pretty quick sprinter myself. So, you know, you got two of them you got to chase behind. And obviously, you know, trying to bring uh, – bags and things into your home you think your stuff is secure because they're in your property but you know someone did uh reach over i mean this is a connected porch we're talking about and they reached over there or jumped over onto the um property and took some things but that was because they were looking at an opportunity and i was just using that as an analogy to describe the things that i've had to go through in my personal and professional life that my daughter and her siblings may not have been aware of because that wasn't their job to be aware of it. Their job was to be children and innocent and maintain that innocence and enjoy their childhood for as long as they could. Not to worry about if mommy has people attacking her, not to worry about is mommy gonna have enough money to take care of us, that's not your job. Your job is to go to school, make good grades, come out, try to be productive in society, which, thank God, eventually, you know, they do this. 
So I don't have any problems with that. But when you're trying to describe what's happening um, later on, you know, people can misconstrue what you're trying to say and take it as a personal attack. And it wasn't a personal stab at her. I'm just describing how, like I said, people go about doing attacks on you. They're looking for vulnerability. And at the end of the day, I've always known that it's, it could be your closest, bestest friends that are the ones that are stabbing you in your back. It can be your lovers. You know, it can be your siblings. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, you have to be up on it and know and know for yourself and be aware of who and what's around you and what they're doing. And a lot of times when we're grinding, those of us who are goal-oriented and trying to do the best we can to get out and make something of ourselves, we're not really paying attention to people around us that way. So my progress has been in trying to build teams of people that want to help me. So I don't look for the free help anymore. I hire people to do that for me because I know that if I'm paying them a wage, they've got my best interest at heart because guess what? My money affects their money. At the end of the day, that's just how I got to do it. So I don't know. I don't do any business with friends and family anymore. That's just the way it is. We can still be friends and family, but you're just not going to be a part of what I'm I'm creating at this point. And that's how that goes. And I don't want to be a part of what they're creating either. Anyway, that's been my 26 minutes. I hope you did enjoy this podcast. And guys, if you're listening, please do like and share because I get a lot of listens. But yet, I'm not getting any likes. So, I mean, if you listen to my content, at least give it a like. And particularly if you benefited from anything from my content, if you're reusing my content, a like would be, um, is all I'm asking, okay? Peace, love, and enjoy. And I will talk to you guys again another time. Namaste.